bulky, you're too muscular, uh, maybe you're on steroids. You know, those are those are some comments that I I I got, and they would they would be like, uh, oh, you're uh, you, you look like you you're you're photoshopped, and I'm like, oh my god, people, and I'm like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's so, so funny. It's so ironic it's so to hear that a bodybuilder yeah. or like a fitness coach like you got body shamed. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you're already a professional true. coach and you still get those kind of comments. Of course, of course. Ready, set, go mom she. <laughs> Welcome to Go Mom She Podcast. Hello, Mom She, episode two coming up, and it's all about body shame and staying fit. It's a little controversial because we're talking about Mom She body or Mom Bud, as we call it. So I have decided to call a professional fitness coach, and most importantly, a mom who can share some wisdom and inspiration or fitspiration to all of us Mom She's on how to stay fit, especially after giving birth. Without further ado, I'm going to call my mom, she friend, Coach D. Hi, thank you for having me today, Ricky. Thanks <laughs> really for being here. Yeah, so, <laughs> Coach D, how are you as a mom? Okay, well, um, I mean, contrary to what people would think is that um, coaches would be very, very strict with food and everything like that. And we have to like force our children to um, work out and train with us or get into some type of sports. But uh, basically for me, um, I feel like I have to be um, a good example first for my kid. And I'm very, although I'm very big with routines because, um, you know, it grows discipline to to our kids um i'm i i I would love for my kid to just um have an access to that but not really force him into getting into fitness or like working out or any sports i want him to be um to willingly you know to willingly um get out there and be observant of that environment yeah it's like giving your your (laughs) son a choice right yeah, it's always always a choice. Yeah, um, it's good for them to like learn how to like make decisions like that for themselves as early as now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, before we proceed to anything else, uh, I just want to give a, you know, small background about Coach D here. Mm-hmm. So she has a son, right? And she's mm-hmm. a single mom, but now has a fiance. <laughs> Am I right? Yes, engaged. <laughs> and yeah, can you tell us anything about your family in general? So our viewers or listeners have like a little bit of background about you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I was born and raised here in the Philippines. Um, I've traveled some countries. Um, I've lived in Korea. I just recently got back here in Manila, but I've lived in Korea for almost four years I was staying there I was given an opportunity to stay there and live with my sister and also seek opportunity to pursue my career as a fitness coach um, family background I'm the eldest of the four siblings um, all of us have our own family and uh, my mom is also a single mom so I really have a very very good um, role model when it comes to like you know raising a kid and being um say I mean being the mom and the dad in the family so I see strength in my mom as well so other than that like 
Um, our family is very close and we love to always communicate um, and express our thoughts with each other. Um, I think it's a very, very good um, habit as well, you know, if you have a good communication with your family. That's true. I think I really agree. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I think I just want to say this to you that being a single mom, I salute you. Like all hands Thank down you. to you, my coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so let's get to it. You know, let's talk about the physical changes after giving birth, right? So, what are the changes that happen to you personally as a mom? My, yeah. Well, my son is already seven years old right now, and when when you sent me that question, I was like in my bed. I was like thinking, oh my god. So I have to really look back, like wait, seven years ago, and a lot has definitely changed, but. Um, something that really uh, reminded me of how I was was, um, of course, the pictures. I still have pictures of me when I was um, like pregnant with my baby. And I see someone who's very, you know, very happy. But then again, I, I see someone who's very like looking weak because I look so skinny. I was really skinny like the whole time, like ever since I was a kid. Um, and when I gave birth, um, I think the major change was because I was breastfeeding my posture, my po posture wise, it, it, um, it was the worst. Like I was in a very terrible shape because, you know, our breasts grow, you know, enormously because we have to produce milk for our kids. And uh, other than that, like I'm consistently fatigued. And I, you know, I don't have any energy or whatsoever to like, even like have a proper exercise back then, just basically super skinny. And I felt really weak. Uh, but you know, when you, when you see your kid, like being healthy and happy and fed, then you, 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 you're happier, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you think that it's worth it. Okay. All the food yeah, I know. It's worth it. Yeah. But actually you're lucky you. Well, you're like one of the few mommies like who lost weight right away after giving birth because I think a chunk of mothers are like um, having ha a hard time to get rid of the pregnancy fat, right? So also in my case, a lot of changes happened to me personally when I was pregnant and let me brutally add it. It's not something that I would like, I would look back and like myself for it. You know, a few weeks after giving birth, still, I was like, I still not loving myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was no. so to do something about it, right? So it's yeah. like, okay, I have to go back to fitness and work out yeah. to get rid of the yeah. of pregnancy fats. And it's not easy. It's yeah. it's yeah. like it it has to be consistent and you know, you have to commit to it yourself mm -hmm. and physically we're still recovering from giving birth. So we're mm -hmm. still weak, right? So exactly, it's quite exactly. hard for, for us women to mm -hmm. adjust after giving mm -hmm. birth. And there's a lot of yeah. physical changes, right? You see like a, <laughs> something in your face. The swelling, yeah. The swelling, I, yeah. I think, yeah, one thing was also um, when I was pregnant, I was literally like breaking out a lot because of, you know, the hormonal spikes and everything. Um, I didn't have much of the swelling. But like the breakout, uh, because my family has, you know, it's in the genetics. Uh, my dad used to break out a lot, even when he's already an adult. So I think 
unfortunately I got that part from him and um, but other than that like um, yeah like what you said it's very hard um, to go back to that same body because you will never be you know you'll never go back to that exact same body that you were in before the baby um, so I think it's really good that you took the time you know you have to really take the time to um process everything first because your priority changes and as much as we want to really like go back to that same appearance or good looks it's better to like take care of our you know bigger priority other than ourselves exactly a very good point you know our priority change that's why you know we have to take our time you know we have to forgive ourselves for not you know having the time for a while like not to exercise you know everything has its own time right so you have to go especially you have to know yourself when you are ready to work out because that's the most important Mm -hmm. thing and you Mm -hmm. have the clearance for your OB (laughs) (laughs) but going back to those physical changes it's true Mm. that our body will never be the same unfortunately but our feelings could be could be the same right for ourselves our confidence is possible to bring back our confidence pre-pregnancy that's Uh what i'm saying (laughs) our body yeah so because you know um during after giving birth during and after giving birth, we develop like stretch marks in our body, right? Mm-hmm. Some um, dark spots over there and here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about this. <laughs> I know, you know it's, it's, a, it's a, actually a very um, good topic to talk about because a lot of moms would feel like uh, they have to hide it. When you know, you know that you know that picture wherein you know we should be proud to have those marks because we can compare ourselves to like tigers or something. Yeah. It's a show. It's it's to show our own strength, like as mothers, right? So I'm I'm actually, I'm very lucky, I guess. I'm very lucky that I didn't have those um, really visible stretch marks around my belly, but they they I have it. Like I have it. I I don't also hide it and the cellulites are there you know and i i i get the confidence from uh from the experience that i had personally like um you know yung puyat yung yung pagalaga mo sa baby mo ganon i mean the stretch marks and the cellulites doesn't matter anymore like <laughs> this is me this, i'm i'm already comfortable in in you know in the body that i'm in right now because of this and also acnes right acnes is such a big Mm -hmm. part of um uh, getting pregnant and uh, postpartum recovery because for me also i had it so it lasted to me six months postpartum until six months Mm -hmm. postpartum imagine Mm -hmm. but all my life i didn't have any acnes 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 or like (laughs) on my body but when i got Mm -hmm. pregnant it's all over my face, especially on my nose, my chest, and my back. So it really affected my confidence as well. Yeah. Those are like the physical yeah. changes that we really cannot control as a mom. Yeah. As we yeah. become a mom. <laughs> yeah. The spikes, of the, the spikes of the hormones when you get pregnant and after you give birth is totally different wherein um, compared to like when we have our monthly cycle. But it's very similar in a way because of the amount of progesterone that we have 
um, while we're giving birth. Uh, I mean, while we have the baby and after we give birth. Um, but it's not also impossible to, it's not also impossible to regulate the effects um, as long as you have um, proper nutritional management, you know, you slowly go back to like programming your exercises, you know, yeah. and stay as active as you can. So you could like balance, not really balance the hormones itself, but like balance how your body functions again, like how it used to. Yeah, so let's get into that topic. I'm very interested. So what is, like, I'm, uh, this is, uh, aside from the last tip that you're going to give to our mom at the very last um, scene of this uh, podcast. Um, now, what do you think, uh, can you say about those momsies who are, like, who want to get their pre-pregnancy back? Mm-hmm. or their body they want to go to mm-hmm. the fitness back I mean they want to go back to the fitness track so uh, or about yeah. the nutrition yeah tell us something about it I'm sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. all right well um I think um I don't really have a lot of moms as a client right now um but I do I include myself into like some yeah. groups or like pages right like oh, for yourself what did you do yeah yeah, for myself, uh, particularly because the way that I started is definitely different from how the moms are going to be starting. We do have different reasons, right? So I would definitely um, tell the mothers out there to know first why you're doing this, because if the intention is not, you know, it's not um, conducive to you progressing on each of those decisions, um, it's going to be harder to sustain it. So before you start, yeah, before you start anything, like plan it or like see why you're doing this. Are you doing this just to look good? Are you doing this to be healthier? Are you doing this to like be strong enough so that you can run after your kids when they play around? It's very important to have the a good intention first. And then after that, if you've already succeeded, you know, stating why you're doing this, then you can slowly get into it. Um, I would suggest try as much, you know, like the fitness industry is very, very congested right now because of the social media. You see it in YouTube. The first thing, um, like the first thing that I think people would do is like go into YouTube, go into Instagram, go into Pinterest, right? Right, right. And um, if you're already, if you feel like you're already lost, I think that it's better to build up a good foundation first. So if you want to learn how to move right, you have to start with certain movements that you think would be helpful and would not harm any aspects of your life. So for me, like for me, um, the, the kind of training that I do is mainly like bodybuilding, um, not bodybuilding as a competitive athlete, but bodybuilding as in like, I want to shape my own body in certain types of training. Mm-hmm. So um, for other people, moms could be very interested into, you know, if they have a background um into powerlifting they can go back to powerlifting again right and some moms would just uh want to look uh more like or like feel more flexible so they would go into yoga you know something like that so um it depends on what kind of movements you want to learn um first and then after that then you could go and assess what kind of nutrition you have 
in order for you to manage it best, um, you have to know what kind of nutrition you have first. Um, you don't need it, it. It's not necessary to like um, really be strict and go, you know, the chicken breast rice diet. That's a very, very, oh my God, that's a very, uh, very uh, popular, popular thing that, uh, yeah, I know, like popular thing that when, when people ask me like, oh, coach, like, um, am I supposed to like go broccoli, chicken breast, <laughs> like everything like that? Right. Uh, those normal um, strict restrictive diets. Um, you have to know that you're it's not you're not. Yeah, it doesn't. It works, but it does. It's not sustainable. Oh. Right. We're 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 humans. Right. Yeah, we're supposed to like chicken and broccoli every day and every. Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we're not preparing. You're not you're not in a race. You're not stepping up on the stage you're not you know you're not competing for any type of sports um all all type of sports bodybuilding is also a sport so all type of sports would require certain kind of nutritional management and if this is just for lifestyle changes then it has to be suited to what your life what your current lifestyle is so assess first what kind of nutritional program or like manage um, nutritional program you currently have. And then after that, then you go manage it and then see what's working um, in order for it to be um, result oriented. It has to be process oriented as well. That's good. So you have to really, yeah. So you have to really like take one step at a time. Um, not really rush into like okay, I'm gonna set myself into um, a three month, a twelve for like week, twelve hours. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Like I'll go intermittent fasting because this works. Like I'll go keto diet because this works. You know, but those kind of um, restrictive dieting works only for a, a matter of time. It's not really conducive into being sustainable. For, for you as a mom as well you know you want to you want to make sure that you can eat food with your kids you can you know you, you don't isolate yourself from your family because that would harm relationship too that's so true. That's i think very that's very good point right, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah that's that's what i would always um tell my clients that um us training together um it has to be conducive into making um, sure that your relationship with all aspects of your life are not harmed. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Mm -mm. So and talking about intention, going back to what you said mm -hmm. earlier, um, yeah. you know, I have my fitness coach right now because I mm -hmm. usually I want a fitness coach that is that could be physically uh, present with me. Because mm -hmm. now it's all yeah. virtual pandemic right mm -hmm. so yeah. i was like okay I, I look around nearby here in the village and i saw one that is available mm -hmm. to to uh, look at me like physically because for me mm -hmm. it's very hard without a coach and mm -hmm. he asked me first like why are you working out miss victoria or something mm -hmm. like that and then i was like yeah. well first i feel weak and i cannot carry my baby anymore so i want to like tone my muscle yeah. and so i can keep up with the weight of my baby so that's one mm. and my mm. second reason is because i just want to escape life for a little while because it's an hour training mm. so i, I just mm. want to do something for myself not being a mom or not 
for anybody else and it's for me it's for my body it's for my face it's for myself it's for my soul so it's me time you know just give me this one hour workout with this coach and I'm happy because I'm doing something for myself for the improvement myself but you know I also and so yeah and then he he was like oh okay so you don't want this and that because he kept on asking me like do you want to increase the weight or something or increase the Mm -hmm. intensity of workout and Mm -hmm. I was like Mm -hmm. well it's up to you coach you know for me it's just all fun I just really want to escape you know if you want to try let's try I would be willing to you know as long as also for me physically I want to be honest um I also mm-hmm. want to get rid of the uh, pregnancy fats that I have still have in the mm-hmm. belly. You know, let's say mm-hmm. it's not really for vanity, but, you know, all mm-hmm. of us have this body goal that we want for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't yeah. want to... Yeah. I mean, let's not be like, oh, it's okay. My body is like that. It's like that. You work out mm-hmm. because you want your mm-hmm. body to achieve something. And that's the reality. Mm-hmm. Even though you, mm-hmm. can, you can have like, you can have some reasons like myself like to escape to, to keep up with the mm. you know but at the end of the day it's all about our body physical changes you want to see something yeah. about it and you feel yeah. you want to feel satisfied uh with your body it's not about yeah. for other people or to to you mm-hmm. know to show off in social media but it's all about mm. you being feeling good right mm-hmm. And for the nutrition, I, I I totally agree with you, Coach D, when you say like you cannot be on a strict diet like that. Yeah. You have to be realistic. I mean, it's actually in my book about the fitness and the nutrition. My principle about fitness and you know having a self-care. It's it's in my book, and I brutally wrote written some of the things that I realized, you know, when I was working out because also, I, I work. I, I started working out since I don't know, like years ago. This year. mm-hmm. this I, I mean, I, I saw you like you were you were a dance you were a dance instructor like a choreographer before, right? Mm-hmm. And that's already a you know that's already a workout for you. That's already a type of training, right? So I I understand that you really wanted to get back on track because you've been active your whole life. So. That's very understandable. Yeah. And then you also lived in Korea. I, I also lived in Korea for like two years. Yeah. And years. I I hired also a fitness coach there um, in Seoul. Mm. And he kept mm. on telling me, but that one is so strict, unlike you. <laughs> <laughs> he kept on telling Korean, me like protein. protein. Uh, Korean trainers, um, I did have a good experience with them. Um like good amount of experience with them but the quality of experience is not as good because <laughs> um they're very i find i find korean trainers very um what do you call it like very not strict but um very traditional um so they have their own culture of training and it's very hard for them to you know to be as flexible as other foreign trainers out there you know um you would you would there would be a time that you would encounter trainers that are very um strict into their principle Mm -hmm. that they don't allow themselves to like expose themselves to other types of training so for me like some of my clients would like to go powerlifting some of my clients would go would like to go just bodybuilding some of my clients would like to go just you know the circuit training or the high-end 
uh, high intensity interval training, the ones that you might probably be doing. So um, it, like for, for Korean trainers, they're very um, based on the tradition of like the bodybuilding aspect. I think because you know, their principle is like black and white. But yeah, yeah, yeah. also a good thing for them because I can see uh-huh. how strong they are and how committed they are when it comes to um, exercise because I attended yeah. a couple of CrossFit sessions and nutrition wise as well nutrition wise they're you know they're used into um, eating more vegetable you know nutrient dense food so it's actually easy I, I could say that it's easier for them to adapt that kind of lifestyle Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're kind of, um, you know, the kind of dishes that they serve is very nutritious. There's a lot of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, they have less red meat. Mm-hmm. But um, in a way, they could compensate that with more, you know, fish or um, like uh, chicken-based diet or like more eggs or something. Chicken breast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> chicken breast, yeah. <laughs> I but yeah, they, they're already exposed into that kind of, um, you know, nutrition. And it's easier for them to manage it, to be honest. Yeah, so. That's true. So <laughs> I, I'm just curious, Mom, he, even though you have that beautiful mm-hmm. body, have you experienced body shaming? Did, bud, yeah, did of course. body shame you? <laughs> yeah, of course. Like when I post a picture of, of me right now, so I'm talking about right now, so. I post picture of me posing muscular, like the double bicep flex, yeah, something sh- like that, you know. That. Like, yeah, <laughs> like double bicep wow. flex. And, right? <laughs> so I, I would, um, I would sometimes come across people who are very, you know, they, they, they know how to, they, I guess they know how to communicate it, mm-hmm. um, in a way. But um, I don't really, I, I don't really get myself or let myself be affected about it anymore because you know they're not in my shoes and they don't know where I came from and they don't know where I'm going so it's very easy to like dodge it for me you know um I I do have my own mentor um like when I started training uh, I had to have the proper guidance and everything so um, I started um, training with my mentor. And one thing that um, stick with me is when he tells me that other people or other other people that would see you now is not responsible of what you you're say, what you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What you say, what you do, and how you're going to react upon anything. So you know, ever, ever since that I heard that, like, you know, it stick with me. And every time that I come across comments, like, oh, you're too bulky, you're too muscular. Uh, maybe you're on steroids. You know, those are those are some comments that I, I, I got. And they would they would be like, uh, oh, you're, uh, you, you look like you, you're, you're photoshopped. And I'm like, oh, my God, people. And I'm like, <laughs> It's so ironic to hear that a bodybuilder yeah. or like a fitness coach like you got body shamed. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you're already a professional coach and you still 
get those kind of comments. Of course, of course. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. People have different preferences. Yeah. Yes, it's just people really have to can judge you. Yeah. yeah. And for us moms, you know, after giving birth, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. have you have you heard it when you when you're pregnant, right? You people will tell you mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you're so fat. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, duh, I'm pregnant. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, well, personally, I didn't, I, I, I didn't gain a lot of weight aside from the, you know, the baby in my belly uh, when I was pregnant. But I do have, I do know a lot of people, and I, I am friends with a lot of people that when they got pregnant, the first thing that they had to do was to even, even like family, you know, family members. First thing that they had to do was like contact me and they were like asking like, oh, is it normal to gain this kind of weight? Everything like that. Oh, is it normal that I'm still in this weight even after the baby? And I always tell them that, yes, it's super normal. You know, you you had that baby for nine months in your tummy. So there's no reason for you not to wait as long to let your body recover from that exactly it's because the internet is saying that oh you're gonna be back and your pre pre pre-pregnancy body you're gonna lose your pregnancy fats like after two weeks Mm -hmm. sorry eight Mm -hmm. weeks sorry after two months yeah so yeah people are like i mean moms are expecting like Mm -hmm. okay my pregnancy body is gonna be bad i mean pregnancy fats are gonna be gone at this time Mm -hmm. but no Mm -hmm. come on yeah you got nine months expect that your body will be i mean recovering for nine months Mm -hmm. or longer right yeah that's actually a misconception in uh, momshi community about mm. postpartum body and we really have to understand mm. like what coach d said yeah you have to listen to her <laughs> yeah so i mean in in by by all means go ahead and go with the strict diet go with the strict training but in what expense you know um you may you may have the body that you would uh you've been wanting right after pregnancy but it doesn't mean that you would have the same mental health emotional health you know um, those are the kind of things that um, some moms, I guess, some moms might um, ignore. And I think that those are also like few things that um, would greatly impact how you would also see fitness, even after that, that you know, short term training experience. So you don't want to really put yourself out there and be as you know, restrictive as that. That's true. Because yeah. as a mom, you cannot compromise your mental health and your mm-hmm. your physical health in general. Because yeah. Yeah. number one, you have to keep sane. <laughs> keep yourself sane, <laughs> especially when you're taking mm-hmm. care of your little one, if you still have a little one. But as you, mm-hmm. you have like a seven-year-old son, and I, mm-hmm. I think that's a different problem. And you still have to keep yourself mm-hmm. sane, right? Most of the yeah. time. And so mm-hmm. that's the, that are, those are the things that you cannot compromise. And me, mm-hmm. because I'm nursing or I'm still breastfeeding, if even if until now, let's say as an, a year mm-hmm. old. So I really cannot go like a uh, carb deficit or something like that. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I have mm-hmm. to forgive myself and then do mm-hmm. what I can. Just keep your, mm-hmm. your body moving and love yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key, mm-hmm. right? So... Mm-hmm. Talking about, um, you know, body shaming, once again, Mm. Uh, after giving Mm. birth, 
I received mm-hmm. like some comments, like uh, of course from my closest friends or family. You know, I hear this yeah. like oh, you, you have so much acne, you still have body fat. You know, especially those people who haven't who haven't been a mom or they haven't gotten pregnant yet. Mm-hmm. Those people are the ones who who judge oh, right away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who give comments to you right away? Like, oh, you mean they compare you with a celebrity and they say like, why the celebrity after you? (laughs) (laughs) She's fine. You're still fat. I mean, Mm. I just just can't believe those people who are body shaming other moms. Like, shame on you, (laughs) right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah well it's very um I think for those people um the, the problem or not really a problem but a struggle for them is how they can communicate their concerns um they can be concerned about you um but they don't really know how to word it properly and they might not really know how you respond to this kind of situations you know I mean for me um I keep I keep my 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 myself, you know, public with regards of like training and sometimes being a mom. But I don't really like, you know, expose everything about my life. So whenever people like message me or something like that, you know, I I think they're also like, you know, walking on eggshells talking to me and they don't know how to approach me or whatever, something like that cuz all I post is like, oh, this is the type of training, blah, blah, blah. And then if thing. they don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it's my yeah, it's my career and what's what what I do for a living. But then it also makes them feel like they don't know how to talk to me regarding that. Ah, so all right. Because <laughs> yeah. some people they might they might find you intimidating, right? Um uh, I, right? I don't really I can't really like say intimidating, but I guess like the level of training IQ is different. Because but it doesn't mean that. Yeah. 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 For me, yeah. for example, I I find it intimidating, not in a bad way, but in a good way because I know, like, oh my god, this person is so good and she's so good at what she does. So I feel like, oh, I cannot approach this person. So what I gotta do, oh. right? So, yeah, so I feel intimidated yeah. somehow, but in a good yeah. way. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think people have just different um, approach when it comes to um, reacting to somebody else's body. You know, mm, all yeah. of us have different goals, body goals. Like for you, right, Coach? Mm-hmm. Your body goals is to have that kind of body. And then for me, my body goal is just to have a flat tummy. <laughs> Something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with that. Yeah. And some, yeah. some moms out there, <clears throat> their body goal would be... Um, okay, just to lose a couple of pounds, as long mm-hmm. as I fit in this dress, I'm already happy. Mm-hmm. You know, we have mm-hmm. unique body goals. And speaking of that, mm-hmm. do you, I don't want to speak on behalf of you, but what is the body goal that for you? The body goal right now? Um, if this question, if honestly, if you asked me this question like three years ago, it would have been like, oh, I want to increase my muscle size. Oh, I want to have a, Flat, uh, flat tummy with six-pack abs, you know, I want to show my biceps, my guns and everything, wow. but as of, yeah, right now, it's totally different, like, the experience um, has grown from 
purely physical into like mental and overall performance health you know so right now the body goal is for me to be able to you know sustain the kind of lifestyle that i have um and be able to um have an access to other types of training like i want to be strong enough um in order for me to try maybe in the future try crossfit or maybe in the future try weightlifting powerlifting everything like that or even if i want to go to marathon i want to have my body like have a good foundation before i i i go through that kind of training experience again mm-hmm. so um right now it's not really physical you know when i post picture of me it's just the, my way of like I appreciate that oh from like the flat you know stick stick mom that I was before now I can say that oh I have shape and along with that shape I do have the strength yeah um to go through my the current training that I have so yeah. that I guess that's that's my goal mm-hmm. at the yeah. moment yeah you know what's good about mm-hmm. you coach D is you know where you're going to you know your you know your body It's you know sometimes mm. it's a struggle for us to understand our body and to to mm. know uh, what our goal is for our body. Mm. Like for you, like mm. from skinny person, right? I saw you before. You were mm. so skinny. It's you know, it's like flat, yeah. flat, flat. <laughs> it's just straight. Oh, flat. Like I I do have like picture of me 2011. Like I I was um, heading to Australia back then, and I was in this. Uh, skinny jeans I can't I couldn't even wear skinny jeans because I don't have any butt to like support the pants uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like whenever I see that I'm like oh my god I look so scrawny but I, I I'm not saying that I hate that body but you know the process of loving the body yes. before to now That's has true. definitely changed Hmm. So yeah. Yeah, for me if you ask me like I'm I'm still that skinny mm-hmm. person and I'm I'm the mm-hmm. lucky one I guess that I got my pre-pregnancy mm-hmm. back like very quickly. Mm-hmm. But the thing mm-hmm. is um well I I I I have like I like my breasts get modified because of pregnancy. <laughs> modified. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy about yeah. it actually. Uh-huh. But it's not <laughs> too big you know it's fine <laughs> very comfortable yes I'm comfortable that, yeah. and it was re- it wasn't really my goal actually to be honest that I want to gain mm. my butt or the size of my butt mm. or my breast mm. you know, I don't know I just want <laughs> my body being like slim that's it Like mm-hmm. I don't want it to be yeah. all here. Like have this muscles. Like my coach kept on asking, mm-hmm. "Do you want that, mom?" So I said, "I just want to." I mean, just a little bit lining on the side. That's it. I'm happy. I said, mm-hmm. "Don't like push yeah. me to to be like a bodybuilder or something like that I'm not gonna be happy." Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, your goal, my goal, are completely different, and it's fine. So if you're yeah. you're listening here, like mom, she's out there. If you're listening or watching this video, if you have like mm-hmm. a completely body shape or a body goal that you mm-hmm. have in mind, know that it's fine. It's completely fine. It's yeah. up to you. You do you, right? Yeah. How to you react to it? Because, like what I said earlier, um, other people is not responsible in what you do, what you say, and how you think. You know, it's just you. So that also that also includes how you see yourself. So if somebody yes. tells you like, 
Oh my God, you're so skinny. You can take that instantly as a compliment or an insult. Yes. Right. And that does a lot. And if somebody, yeah, and and that changes a lot of you know relationship. Yeah. Like even for me, um, for for me and my um, fiance, like if he tells me like like for some people, for some guys, they would think like, oh no, you're too muscular. Yeah, you know, you're too muscular. But for him, he's always gonna see me as, "Hun, you look perfect." Yeah. You know. So it also go. It it also um goes a long way if you have that kind of support and environment That's very around true. you. You know, on how you see yourself, um, you have to be in the right environment too. So you That's could avoid like thinking about the body shaming. You know, the topic yeah. of body shaming. Let's be honest, though. Like here in in social media, not everybody is gonna appreciate you, especially here in the Philippines. As you can see, yeah. lots of like memes around or like <laughs> comments here and there shaming celebrities. Yeah. You know? I know you're yeah. we're not celebrities like mom. She's we're still mm-hmm. a real person, but we have our own yeah. circle of friends, and some of them yeah. you might not be shocked, but some of them might not mm-hmm. be. appreciative at all when it comes to your body yeah and some will yeah. question you even the closest family members that you have for example my mom yeah. for example mm-hmm. my mom after giving birth she kept on telling me like you're so skinny eat eat rice you're not eating enough <laughs> <laughs> and, I was yeah. like, and why do you even exercising you you don't have like muscles anymore i said mommy mm-hmm. the point is that's the, that's actually the point to gain muscle that's why mm-hmm. i exercise and <laughs> You know, some body shapes because some of our family mm-hmm. some of our family members yeah. are very traditional and yeah. you know they see it in a different side like what they don't understand your goal because it's mm. your own goal anyways and mm. it, that's how i mean it's how i mean they don't understand how you feel when you work out when you let your mm. endorphins out there yeah yeah the good hormones that you yeah. have Uh-oh. yeah but I, but i i think like great like what i've recently observed like because of the pandemic as well um i feel like a lot more people you know a lot more people are exposing themselves into certain type of training that would um get their get them on their feet mm-hmm. you know because um like you know it it's not because it's sometimes it it's not because um their friend just wanted to but right now i think that they're they're training or they're um doing certain type of exercises with a purpose of being healthier so they could avoid the virus right oh, so that's, yeah that's really true yeah, yeah. that's so. really true so um yeah i'm just curious like what struggles have you encountered as a mom while maintaining mm-hmm. your body because it's is easy it's and i mean it's not that easy but when you have a goal and you get it right okay i got this body already so it's very hard yeah. to maintain, actually like what you said sustainability is the key when it comes to nutrition mm-hmm. and exercise mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. let's get real here we moms mm-hmm. we have a very short time especially if you have little ones so mm-hmm. i mean have you struggled about this how do you maintain your body well um since i have only one kid and it's just the two of us. I think it's easier compared to other moms, but in a way the certain type of um lifestyle or like uh habits that I have can be 
affecting how my son, uh, you know, it, it can impact how my son would see training as well in the near future, if ever he, he exposed himself into fitness. Um, I think the main struggle would be like, if he sees me stepping on the scale or like if he sees me like weighing my food, if he sees me like on my phone tracking my food or some stuff, I don't, my, my greatest struggle is to make sure that he doesn't see this as a type of like disorder, mm-hmm. you know, instead I want him to see and um, see me as someone who, who's disciplined and who has great habits and who's sticking with the kind of training that she has. um I think yeah I'm I'm focusing really on like answering his questions regarding oh mommy like um why are we eating why do we always have like protein why do we always have vegetables something like even even the simplest question like I always ask him uh I mean I always like answer him and tell him that because I want to grow old and I want to when I grow old I want to be strong enough to see your grandkids that's that's like the simplest answer I always give him. So yeah, the struggle struggle for me is to make sure that he doesn't see the 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 way of living that I have as a disorder. That's because a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people can see it as such um, because they don't understand how it works, or maybe because they they haven't really exposed themselves into that kind of environment yet, or maybe that's just their personal preferences, right? But seeing my son and living with him now, um, I don't want him to feel like, oh, my mom is weird, you know? Yeah. So I think that's like the, the, uh, a great struggle for me because at his age right now, he can easily think and, you know, he, he, he has different thoughts about fitness. And um, like when I work out, um, there was one time that, I ask him, okay, all right, let, let's teach you how to squat. And then he, he, he went on it and then he did it. And he said that, mommy, this is so painful. And then right after that, he asked me like, why are you doing this? <laughs> and he was like, he was like that. And well, you see, you see, and now uh, I, mommy, mommy uh, does this because I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, you don't need to do it because I'm doing it, but I just want you to experience what I'm experiencing and how, why I'm enjoying it as well. So, yeah, yeah I think that's, that's, that's really a struggle, especially if you're, you're a coach yeah. um, or specifically just someone who's very enthusiastic into training and nutrition management. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's my greatest struggle right now. That's actually a really good point that you brought it up because it's very hard to go against the crowd, especially when you're raised in a different environment. So when you see new things, you will feel like, oh, this is something new. This is something weird. Like a god, a god, you know. And some kids sometimes they easily jump into a conclusion without, you know, if they don't get any explanation. And mm-hmm. it's very important that if we have kids at home and who's already like old enough to understand that you're mm-hmm. honest and open about them on what we do, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a, a good point that you brought up. So for me, my mm-hmm. struggle as a mom right now to maintain my body is time. Well, because mm-hmm. I still have a little one. It's still, I mean, he's still a handful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very so- demanding. Yes. Have a little. Mm-hmm. 
And second is also myself. I mean, it's very hard to get up every day and be inspired all the time to get your fuel running when it comes to fitness, uh, it, when it comes to your fitness journey. But one of the key or the one of the secrets that I have in order for me to get up in bed and be motivated is to follow like, you know, inspiration online. And the second is to hire a fitness coach who can guide me and push actually because yeah. there are days that even though you showed up you know and to work out you're still don't want to do it because your body is just saying I'm so tired and you know mm. I have lots on my plate why do I have why do I even have to do it that's why mm. the why the reason it's very important because mm. uh, if you if you doubt yourself again if you feel lazy you can keep on coming mm. back to that why of you for you to mm. keep on moving, to attend your fitness, yeah. you know, sessions. That's why it's very mm. important. And the struggle mm. is also a lot of uh, moms are going to judge you out there or people going to judge mm. you. But know that in your mind that you cannot please anybody and you're not doing this thing to please somebody out there or on social media. It's really not your responsibility to please anyone, you know. Yes. It's not... It, it shouldn't be an intention at all. Yeah. But be, because I, I mentioned that because of social media, right? A lot mm-hmm. of, you know, you can see browse on the internet. Why do you, people mm-hmm. are asking, why do you even post the sexy, sexy stuff? Or like, why do you even post your bikini pictures or your, you mm-hmm. know, um, your um, fitness um, attire, like on social yeah. media, right? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because People mm-hmm. might perceive it into like showing off your body or being mayaba or being mm-hmm. like, you know, um, just being fame whore or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> diba? those are like the body, yeah. like famous body shamers. I'm being real right now. So yeah, yeah. 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 But as you all know, for me personally, I post those kind of photos once in a while because I want to see myself get back to myself and I was like oh yeah I, I did good for myself you know mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I, I you like something to, yeah you have something to go back to or like not really go back to but like look back to and appreciate like oh the journey has came to this point and yes. oh that was me before and this is me right now the difference is huge but I feel much better better you know yes. They could always tell you. So, um, okay, so what are your tips to those moms who want to stay fit or, you know, be fit? Yeah, well, like I've I've mentioned a couple earlier, and I think what I could add into those would be um, making sure that you don't try to fit yourself into a very, you know, tiny mold that moms should easily bounce back to their pre pregnancy body. Um, what you need to determine is um, how your how being fit could help your life as a mom, you know, and and I think it's very important. Um, some cheap plug right here. It's very important to um to hire hire yourself a coach that understands what kind of like uh, picture you're painting for yourself. Um, the goal of your coach is to help you and guide you build the foundation to help you um, sustain this uh, fitness, this fit lifestyle. And maybe like for training or for nutrition, um, if you have that foundation, 
I think that even if motivation disappears or completely disappears, um, you would see clearly that, oh, I have this, this discipline that I could hold on to. I could, I could go back into my training. Um, if I, if I get tired, um, that's fine. I can easily go back into that because I've, I've, I've been certain that my habits could, you know, could help me, you know, make it, um, make it sustainable for me as a mom. So that's true. I agree that a coach is very important, especially uh, when you <laughs> just gave birth. Yeah, I'm not plugging you too. <laughs> but I'm just saying really the importance. Yeah, right after giving birth, mm-hmm. I, was, I was so afraid to do something with my body because I don't want like infection or I don't want to strain myself, especially mm-hmm. I gave birth by CES. So what I did is I hired like a fitness instructor online because that was ECQ at that time. And I didn't have the resources to hire like a physical coach. Um And I was like, oh, I don't want to do something that is bad for me. That's why coach is important. So when uh, when I moved into another house here in the village and I had the resources to hire a physical coach, I did it right away because I I want first uh, I need somebody to tell me what's right for me like what I've said earlier. Mm. Second is mm. I want somebody to push me when I'm feeling down or feeling lazy or I'm not mm. motivated because as moms, mm. we feel tired and we feel, we feel down most of the time, especially yeah. when you're yeah. going through postpartum recovery or something like that. And you feel insecure mm. about the changes that happen to your body. And I think the coach is there for, for you to give you like a motivational speech. Wow. <laughs> It's like coach <laughs> slash coach. I, like coach, fitness coach slash talk speaker yeah 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 pep talk it's very important (laughs) it's very important especially when you're like working out and somebody yes you're doing good job i mean that's something that oh yes i want to hear that you know at least this somebody i did something right you know yeah yeah Yeah, and that's really and the fourth one is um it's important for you to be accountable when it comes to Mm. your fitness journey and your nutrition journey Because it's very important when you have somebody to share with when it comes to your frustration, uh, <laughs> when it comes to body. And hey, coach, I feel like this, um, you know, part of me is like quite chubby. I wanted to like be better. So that's something mm. that uh, you can share with your coach and which is very, very important. And And yeah, that's the importance of having a coach. And for Coach D, yeah. she relates to you mm. so much because she's also a mom herself. <laughs> you know, she's been through yeah. what you've been through and she understands uh, a woman's body. So that's the important mm. thing of hiring a, a woman's coach and also a mom. Mm. You know? She understands <laughs> fully you need, what you need and what you... And she, she said she's not very strict and she's really adapting onto your lifestyle. Which is, I think, is very, very, very important and very rare in this uh, in this uh, fitness world. Because I had so many coaches in my life already from different, you know, from all around the world where I lived in Bangkok and Korea and Qatar, you know, and now I'm in, back in the Philippines. So uh, that's actually a unique perspective that I heard today. So thank you so much, Coach D, for sharing it. But before I let you go, I just want to ask you your your motto in life or principle in life that you can share with our audience. 
I think um, my motto in life is always like be uh, someone who doesn't compare themselves to other people. You know, um, know that you you can't be equal to anyone, and know that if you better yourself, it's not because you want to rise above other people. It's because you just want to rise above yourself every day and every every opportunity that you get. And if you have the opportunity, make it count. Yeah. So I think that's that's what I live for um, these days, especially in a big part of my life. I've been living for that, you know, um, may it be like working as a trainer and may it be like um, living with my son, like raising him alone at the moment. Um, it's always like that. I want to be better um, every day because I have an opportunity to be better. So I think that's something that, you know, some moms, uh, I mean, most of the moms should should live by as well because yes. um, it's very important to see it that way. We don't want to put ourselves out there because we want to be better than someone or we want to yes. be, uh, you know, those are like, right? You know, we, we, we don't want to um, be someone uh, that would um, consistently compete with other people. So it's not healthy, too. So I think I think that's something that I would live. I mean, I'm living for right now. Yeah, I totally, yeah, totally agree. It's also one of my principles when it comes to physical um, appearance. So I told myself mm. a long time long time ago in layman term that I should not compare myself to others I should compare myself with myself a year ago Mm. so it's competing with yourself all over again every year so every yeah in January when you write a resolution what did I do last year and what could I be how could I be better myself this year that's Mm. the questions I always ask myself so I really Mm -hmm. hope that mom she's out there will do the same because if if Mm -hmm. if you do that you're you will live a happy life and you will see the changes not only in your body but in your soul and uh in uh in your perspective in life so yeah so thank you mom she thank you so much for your for your time Yes. Thank you so much. But before I let you go, whoa, again and again, I want you to say yes. the go mom sheet to support other mom sheets out there. Okay. I wanna All make right. it to... Okay. So are we doing it at the same time? No, only you. Because I did it already oh. in the intro. <laughs> to express yourself using go mom sheet to express, mm. you know, comfort and support to other mom sheets out there who are listening. Mm. Us like via YouTube or Spotify. So yeah, one, two, three, go, go, momshies! Yes. Thank you so much, Ricky. Thank you.